Well, hi, my name is Teresa Dedman. Welcome to Create Talks. It's time to start a global conversation about how creativity with God is the game changer for living a fulfilled life. It's in us. It's who we are. Creativity is in our DNA. You will hear from me and hosts of guests I will be interviewing who are transforming culture and the church as they co-create with God. So I invite you to come and be part of this kingdom creative global family. I have seen countless people find freedom and healing when they discover their unique creative purpose in life. So I want to empower you to create with God and unleash your creative destiny. So come on and let's get going. Well, welcome everyone to Create Talks. This is our last episode in this first season. Woohoohoo! It's crazy. I'm so overwhelmed by all of your comments and your growth. I feel like I've learned so much from you as we've discovered the power of our creative identity. And if you've missed any, make sure you listen to my previous episodes where I package the six top core values that will help you grow into your supernatural creative identity. During this season, I I personally have been practicing these core values myself, and I feel like I've so advanced in my own life as a creative, but I've so enjoyed watching you do the same. We're on this journey together, and it's so exciting to see the fruit that will come because we are on this journey together. So thank you again, and guess what? This is an incredible time because you not only have been learning about these core values, but you've been discovering how to take risks. You heard my husband, Kevin, last time, and we shared about risk and the power of that. And today you get to hear from Brian Peterson, a dear, dear friend of mine who started a program called The Faces of Santa Ana, which was what I discovered And when I heard about his journey, I wanted to see something like that happen in my city. You know, if you're not familiar with Brian Peterson, you can check out his stuff and you can see him on the faces of Santa Ana. He's a leader in the arts all over Southern California, and he's changing history through making people aware of the homeless population that lives all around us. His vision has so inspired us to see things shift and change, that now there are faces that have started all around the planet because of his vision. So without further ado, here's my interview with Brian Peterson. Hey, well, welcome to Create Talks. I have live this incredible man, Brian Peterson, who changed my life and literally has changed so many people's lives and understanding as to a population that has been so marginalized in our in our society, the homeless, but the favor that's on his life is unbelievable. And the story behind how you got started is crazy. So Brian, I want you to share a little bit about like you were Christian two for two months, right? And share about this sermon that kind of changed you and then launched you into something greater than what you ever thought possible. Yeah. Thank you for having me on the show, Teresa. So good it's to a see pleasure you. to be here. Truly. 
Um, you've been such a mom to me and my wife, Vanessa. Oh, so I, I just love you guys take this so opportunity much. To thank you publicly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and so, yeah, about, it's almost four years ago now. Yeah. Um, me and my wife, Vanessa, had just come to the Lord. And um, <laughs> usually when I start something new, I go all in. Yo, and I, I can imagine I, with I, you, yes. And I found in this moment that I went all in for Jesus and found that there was no end, right? Wow. And so two months in, I'm sort of discovering him. Yeah. And I'm in a church service in Costa Mesa, California. And the pastor starts speaking on addressing the elephant in the room in your life. And I had been carrying around this canvas, actually, for nine years. <laughs> and I had been a painter now, in Now, school. wait a second. This was a big canvas. Six feet tall. Okay, so can you imagine? He's been carrying around this white canvas. He's married. Wonder what Vanessa, your your wife, thought about that. Yeah. But it's just like okay, just okay. We're taking that canvas with us. All right. And so so share what happened. So the white elephant. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So I had this canvas and um, I actually built and stretched the canvas myself. So wow. it was even like more pain that I hadn't worked on. It. <laughs> it was like insult to injury kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, this pastor starts talking about the elephant in the room. And I finally, I nudged Vanessa in church and I said, I think I know what I'm going to paint, an elephant. And she kind of, she was, I think I could feel like she was like, yeah, you've been saying this for years. <laughs> yeah, you know? really? And so, but this time I was so inspired. I actually took two days off of work, stayed home by myself Come and on. painted this elephant. And I think it was really the Lord speaking to me to one, address the elephant in the room of, why aren't you using your gift that you loved to do as a kid? Yeah. That's what I loved to paint. Because you and hadn't painted since you were young. It had been nine years since my first year in college. I hadn't picked up a paintbrush. Wow. And I'm just living in my dream job, sort of living in the world, going about my business, not having a relationship with Jesus. And the first thing he wants to do for me, which is why I love him so much as a father, yeah. is he reminded me of who I was as a kid. And he restored back your identity fully, not just getting saved, but what he called you to become, yeah. that is huge. Yeah, that's amazing. And so the elephant became this, I, I, I gave it to my wife as a gift. And I said, Aww. this is going to hang in our house forever. Many people have tried to buy it from us. <laughs> <laughs> and I've almost tried to sell it. And Vanessa's been like, no, she's been chasing people away. <laughs> but it's this image of our marriage and our life that we say yeah. to ourselves, let's always bring things out into the open. Ooh, like the enemy like likes that. to hide in the dark, yeah, right? Yeah, he does. And so we shine light on everything. That's right? so and good. And so what we started to think is like, okay, like what's the elephant in the room in other areas in yeah. our city, in yeah, our totally. country, in our yeah. job, you know? Totally. And then something happened. You started to hear these screams, am I right? Like, yeah. And they came from downstairs. And what, what happened to you? What was awakened inside of you? Yeah, so right after the elephant, I'm reading a book night after night trying to figure out what it looks like to walk out life like Jesus, love yeah. your neighbor, love others. And I heard these screams coming from a man experiencing homelessness outside as I'm reading the actual book. Oh my gosh. And so you can imagine my Divine heart was setup, all right? messed up. <laughs> I told Vanessa, I got to get to know this guy. We can no longer call him the screaming homeless man in our household. <laughs> Everything's getting messed up in our lives at this yeah. point by Jesus. Found him the next day, sitting outside by himself. Wow. And it was this moment where I had to break through fear. There were so many walls of fear, Teresa, like wow. sweaty palms. I remember Vanessa saying, be careful. Like if he's dangerous, I don't want you to get hurt. Like oh, yeah. all this stuff, you know, oh, real yeah. life it's, things. It's, it's real life thing. It's like you really don't know. Yeah. And so I sat there. I broke through fear and I walked up to this man, sat on the sidewalk. And the first thing I did was introduce myself as his neighbor. And I apologized to him for never saying hello. Come and that on. was the beginning of me breaking through to what the Lord wanted me to do. So I look back on my life today. And I hear those screams. I can still hear them today. Wow. And it was the Lord screaming to wake me up. You know, he had something he needed and wanted to do in my city. 
and it came from seeking him and what it looks like to walk like like Jesus and yeah. this guy in that first conversation right after painting the elephant I was sort of activated yeah and from within my belly it felt like it literally felt like an upper room experience of like oh can I paint your portrait like, <laughs> it kind of came out like it wasn't like an idea that started in my head or anything and he, he said yes I said Okay, I'm just gonna say this. What what did I just say? What did I just commit to? Oh yeah, my gosh, it's yeah. so crazy. And so I started painting his painting and I started to realize that my heart began to follow the time that I was spending painting a stranger. Wow. You know? My heart began to follow my gifting. Isn't and that I interesting? It started to change from the inside out. You said that you you told us too that your your art kind of discipled you. Yeah, yeah. It's it Which really is feels so like that. cool. And so now you, what happened when he saw the painting? <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, so his name was Matthew. When he saw the painting, everything changed for us Come and on. him, right? And so I, I held the painting backwards so he couldn't see it, turned it around and said, hey, man, this is how I see you. You know, and, and the creation of it was like an act of worship. I was asking God, show me how you see this guy. Yeah. I barely know him. Yeah. Know? And so when he saw it, he said, whoa, this is how... They must see me. I mean, this. Uh, he said, he said, you actually did it. And then he's like, you see me like this? Like he couldn't believe that one, I did it. And two, that's how I saw him. Because wow. he's been carrying the, the, the cloud of homelessness over him for 10 years. And so we saw identity being restored as he saw the color in life put in the painting. And I started to realize, like, can this whole art thing actually be supernatural? You know, could it be more than <laughs> it's just... Almost like Canvas? Wait a second, like I painted this, but something's shifting yeah. in his identity yeah. and he's starting to, and he, you had him sign it as well. Yeah. And something shifted in him that this is who he is. Mm -hmm. He's not just a drunk. He's not just a person that's homeless, but he's a person who's alive and real and has a destiny. Come on. Yeah. And then I love what you did. So after that, you sold the painting uh -huh. and what did you do with the money? Yeah. So we sold the painting. I actually sold it to my boss at work. Wow. So the director of all Kia design for North America has this guy's painting hanging in his living room. Come on. <laughs> I love Isn't it. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and so um, then we used the money to help him pursue his dreams. Wow. He was a musician who moved out from Kentucky, plays like six different instruments. And he, had, he, had, he wrote an album 10 years ago that was an unfulfilled promise by God. And he'd been praying to God. He was a believer. So he's like, God, wow. like, what happened to my promise? And so then here we come along and we booked him studio sessions to fulfill his promise. Wow. Yeah. Isn't so. that crazy? So you helped to not only reveal his identity, but then helped him to become who he was called to be through your creativity. Yeah. Guys, are you getting inspired like I am? <laughs> How great is it when we can be an answer to prayer for someone else? Exactly. That's the best. And then it was like you just got started. How many, how many portraits have you done so far? Yeah, since then, um, I've painted about 35 portraits. Come on. And we've actually sold up until this point, I believe it's 31. Ooh. So, so I had never sold a piece of art before this. You know? <laughs> totally. So, so this proves that God is real, you know? And then he's supernatural. And yeah. it's all to rehabilitate. It's all to help them to form their dream. Yeah. I, I love this. And Santa Ana, how did Santa Ana get involved? Because now the project that you started, it's called The Faces of Santa Ana, yes. which totally in impacted me because I took this idea and brought it to Reading and we do The Faces of Reading. But share about what happened when you, when this all kind of went into the whole city's genre too. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it says in the Bible that your gift will bring you before kings. Yeah, you know? come on. And so it really felt like the city was opening up and 
officials were reaching out to me. I got an honorable certificate from the mayor and all Come these things. On. And then the school system, like they were they yeah. were involving me in the school system at this point. And they asked me to teach a class to 27 high school students. Just imagine How? 27 kids really trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. What's my identity? I'm growing into being a teenager. And here comes this weird artist guy that's <laughs> totally. teaching a class talking about how I can see people with new eyes, how wow. I have the ability to love people with my gift. And so 27 kids took this class and they revealed their painting to the subject and wow. said, this is how I've been taught to see you. And wow. for the last eight weeks, I've been on this journey of discovering who I am as an artist, but I'm also showing you now what I've learned when I operate from my heart. And so That's this, is, yeah, this is opening up. There's um, all kind of mural opportunities opening oh, up. Yeah. Um, the city's just always knocking on our doors for programs and events. And, and also BBC. Everywhere. BBC, tell us about that. So in the midst of all this um, um, promotion that God's providing, BBC reached out from the UK and said, we'd love to send a team to your house. We see what you're doing. And so BBC team was in my living room recording videos of me painting clients. And the most special part is they interviewed the clients personally. So oh, these wow. people that have felt invisible now have 10 million views on YouTube. Come where on. People are reaching back and encouraging them. And they've wow. one of the clients actually got reconnected with his family that way. His wow. niece saw the video and said to her mom, isn't that my uncle? <laughs> oh my <laughs> and gosh. so now he's reconnected with his family because wow, of BBC. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like here you are, just newly saved, but you took a risk, and you found the elephant in the room, and you found your purpose in life, and the doors are happening. I mean, in the educational realm, I know that you're being asked to speak to educators with what you're doing with kids. There's so many other projects that I know that are up and coming, but for people that are watching and listening right now, what would you say to them about their creative gift? What challenge would you give them? Wow, that's amazing. Um, I really feel like from my personal experience, um, I challenge you to look at the fears in your life. Take a good hard look at the things that scare you. And as you, as you peer into those things, also be seeking Christ in them. And your destiny lies behind the fear. Yes. Like your destiny, like if you look at fear as a wall, Jesus is on the other side of that wall saying, come through, come, come through, on. like, just trust come me, on. step out of the boat, talk come to that on. one person, yeah. go after the one lost sheep, yeah. use your gift to glorify me, yeah. trust me with your gift, lay your gift down at my feet every single day and watch what I do with it. Give me your fish and your loaves and I'll multiply, I'm faithful. And so yeah. I would say identify the fears and, and come to terms with them, like address the elephant in the room was just me identifying fears. That's what that really translates into. And so he wants to set us free with his love. And he's There's something to do about that. that. And there's something I think if you're listening, there's something about this thing called when you start on that journey and you see one life transformed, you, you have to keep going. <laughs> I mean, you can't stop, right? I mean, yeah. it's like, what? I, I could do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. And the doors that open because God wants to build up his kingdom. I mean, he wants you to see something inside of somebody and call out the gold. This is just the kingdom. Yeah. I would love for you to impart for people who need to walk through that door and break mm -hmm. fear and yes. just impart to them. Yeah. Just begin that process of like saying, okay, it's time yeah. to knock on that door. It's yeah. time to break out from the places that you think yeah. you, you have to be. It's time to get that white canvas yeah. 
and begin to create. So yeah. go yeah. for it. I love it. You know, um, when we were when we were meeting in the in the park for Bible studies really early in Faces of Santa Ana, we'd always read that prayer from Ephesians where he says, "Open the eyes of our hearts." Yeah. And so, Lord, I just asked, so I asked you to help me. Would your spirit of wisdom and revelation come upon me to give away everything I've learned to the people listening on this on this podcast? Lord, would you open the eyes of their hearts? Yeah. Would you use compassion? Would you use the compassion of Jesus inside of people yeah. to make way for their gifting to explode and change their cities? Lord, would you reach deep inside their hearts? I invite you to just remove things that are taking up space. Remove the things that are taking up space that are not of your spirit, God, so their hearts are fully empty and pure to walk out the call on each and every one of their lives. I thank you, God, for destiny and purpose that was put inside everyone before they were born. Lord, we invite you in today. We give you full dominion. We give you lordship over their hearts so that their gifts glorify you every day. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. If, if they want to find out more about you, where would they go? Um, to find out more about Faces of Santa Ana, we have a website, www.facesofsantaana.com. We also have Instagram and Facebook, at Faces of Santa Ana. Great. And check that out because they do daily updates and stuff like that. He also has a book out, too, that you can look at. So just look at these resources and, gosh, just follow him because he's changing the world. There could be places that he's going to tomorrow that you need to know about and if you're in southern california check him out too and where he's at so anyway thank you brian so much for joining you're such a joy to me and father we pray that this ministry would continue and that this podcast was would touch so many people and awaken us to the truth of who we are and face the things that happen and face the giant the giants and the elephants in the room Mm. thank you papa god All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And remember, you're born to create. Thanks again, Brian. I wanted you all to hear Brian's story and his challenge about taking a look at the things that scare us, like the elephant in the room, and facing the things that scare us with Jesus so we can go where he leads us. You see, it's all about risk, R-I-S-K. God might not send you to the homeless, but he will send you into the places where he needs you to go because he has a part for you to play with your fish and your loaves. Let's examine now why so many of us hold back from moving forward. For many of us, we may have lived with the fear of rejection or perfectionism, and this might have stopped us from trying to go forward and trying something new and taking a risk. Culture, or just school in general, may have taught you to play it safe or that you'll be shot down for being different or or to stand out. But God wants to give you courage today to take a risk and face your fear and stand up for what He has called you to be and to do. I want us to take a moment right now and I want us to pause the audio or stop wherever you are And let's face any elephant or fear that has robbed us of being who we are called to be. Just say to yourselves, Jesus, what elephant or fear is stopping me from growing or creating? Go ahead and pause. Now ask Jesus, what can I do to break that fear? 
and will you give me the power to overcome? You see, Brian had to gain the courage to talk to that first homeless man. And that has changed his life and has opened up doors for all of us today. Well, I can't believe it, but this episode concludes our first season in living out the core values of the kingdom as a supernatural creative. I hope that you've enjoyed this first season as much as I have and have enjoyed my guests. I want to encourage you to share testimonies with me by leaving a review so that creatives all around the planet can step into their creative destiny. So let me pray for you now. So Father, I thank you for my wonderful listeners. We've been on this incredible journey of seeing your presence come through us as we create. We've been able to see so many core values start to make us so successful to understand that we can overcome any fear. We can go after our dreams because we've been created in your image. And I pray for success. I pray for follow through. I pray that every one of them will fulfill what they alone can do and be in Jesus' name. Well, Thanks for joining me for this new, new, new season in its close. And if you have any topics for the second season, let me know. And remember, we can all say it together. You are born to create.